Blog Talk Radio. Run through the world till they understand his pain. Somebody help him get the demon home again. He did a Good evening, folks, and welcome to another edition of On Air Scare with Stackhouse Radio. Uh, apologize for the late start to the show, but technical difficulties, Uh, but we are here with you tonight for an hour of great excitement, thrilling, chilling fun, so, and tonight we actually have a special guest host, Uh, Quentin is not with us this evening, but he will be back next week, so tonight we have a very special guest, Marguerite Lucian, uh, from Marguerite's uh, Corner Kitchen, Marguerite? Well, good evening, everyone, and uh, it's great to be back. Yes, we've missed you. We have to get the show back up and started again. Yes, we will. So uh, Definitely. For those of you who uh, are not familiar with Marguerite's Kitchen Corner, uh, I'm sorry, Marguerite's Corner Kitchen, uh, if you go to the blog talk page to the on-demand episodes, you'll see some of her past episodes. So if you, if you love cooking, if you love great home recipes, neat uh, neat tips and cooking, you got to go see Marguerite. She's awesome. Uh, so tonight our show is going to be about horror movies, specifically <laughs> your horror movie. So if your life had to be cast in a horror film, what kind of horror film would she be? What kind of character she would have and your plot be? But before we get into all that, we're going to go ahead and uh, give a couple announcements here. Uh, first off, we just want to give a shout-out to um, all our close friends, our uh, animal rescues. So we ought to go ahead and give a shout-out to the NOAA Project in Muskegon, Michigan. And right here in the uh, coast of Mississippi, we want to go ahead and give a shout-out to Wild at Heart Animal Rescue uh, out to Missy and the gang. Um, also, give a shout-out to my amazing, amazing tattoo artist right here on the coast in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, Jason Block, owner of, you know, owner of Eternal Expressions Tattoo Collar. And folks, got to say, uh, if you want a great tattoo, if you want a great experience, I mean, great guys, he and Chris are both awesome and 
the work is just, I mean, I'm always getting compliments on the ink. So, uh, and he's reasonable. You know, he's not going to break the bank. So uh, go check him out. He's on Bienneville Road in Ocean Springs. That's Highway 90. Uh, just a little bit past the uh, Rouse's Supermarket, if you're familiar with the area. Uh, give him a call. He's got a Facebook page, too, Eternal Expressions, out of Ocean Springs, Mississippi. So kudos to you, Jason. As a matter of fact, I'm coming to you live tonight directly from his chair. Um, happy to announce that my half sleeve is done. Yay! Okay, also, uh, we do have a contest winner. Um a gentleman by the name of William, and we will give you more uh, information on that with Quentin here next week. We're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and read his story live on the air, and uh, it's pretty good. It's really kind of creepy. So, also um, our monthly contest, August. The contest for August is creepy ghost picture. So go ahead and send us in your creepy ghost pictures. Remember to give us your name and your email address so we can contact you and permission to use the photo on our site. And the creepiest uh, picture that we pick will go on the site and you will receive a cool prize that we will actually mail out to you personally. Uh, what we do is we have uh, crocheted spiderwebs that have been in a bunch of different creepy places, haunted spots in the country and... Who knows which one you'll get, but they're all tagged with whatever place they've been created in. And what Quentin does is he crochets these as he's in these places and tags them. So they're all, they've all been exposed to nice, expensive things. Okay. I don't think there's any other uh, – I think that's it for announcements. Unless, Marguerite, you'd like to share anything with us tonight. Uh, n- no. Uh, as a matter of fact um, – I'm here uh, by myself with my mother for a couple of weeks, and uh, I'm looking out the window, and for the first couple of days, it's been raining. Uh, Water is the word for the day, (laughs) and it's gloomy, so it gives atmosphere to what we're about to talk about. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, we're a little late on that. I think we got our really bad storms last night. So, But let's get into the nooks and crannies, people. Uh, horror films. If your life was a horror film, what would it be? I mean, did you ever wonder? I, I thought about this, thought mm-hmm. about it carefully. And right now my life is like Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else with that mask and that machete. Really? And I feel like Michael Myers right now. You feel like Michael Myers, so so you want to go out and basically hack people to death? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah, there are, yeah. Awesome. Just remember the cardinal rule, people. The cardinal rule of any kind of murder is no body, no crime. <laughs> and remember to remove the teeth, seriously. Dental records are just your sons of bitches. Oh Lord! Not that we are not that we here at Stackhouse Radio are encouraging any kind of murder or other illegal behavior. I hope not. Our our little our little blurb there for all you people who think we're serious. Uh, uh, uh. So, if not your us. life, yeah, 
definitely. We don't leave bodies, so there's no crimes. That's right. Ever. But, uh, okay, so, I mean, think about it, folks. Think about it. You ever just sit there and wonder, you know, we know. And if you if you don't want to admit this, then uh, I'm going to call you a fibber. Everybody's got their personal soundtrack. You know, the music in your head you just walk through the day with. Everybody's got their personal little signature video in their head running. Everybody has their life's movie playing in front of their eyes when they're listening to all that. I mean, we kind of all do put ourselves in or the books we're reading or the movies we're watching. It's natural for us to do that. So think about it. You know, if you ever really just sat down and wondered, you know what, if I could make my life, you know, melt into a horror film, you know, what kind of turns would it take? What kind of spills? What kind of thrills? Would I have a hacker in there, or a slasher, or a demon, a ghost, a monster? What would it be? So, Marguerite, you're choosing Michael Myers. So you're saying that your life would be a demon-possessed slasher movie. <laughs> For today. Your brother's going to love that. Huh? <laughs> your brother's going to oh, love that. that. Hey, folks, don't tell anybody. Keep it to yourself. Yes. <laughs> it's just between us, nobody else. Right. But actually, in, in all honesty, in all honesty in, 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 sincere, sincerely, if I were to be something that's science fiction-y kind of a thing, I would want to be a werewolf. Hey, well, you are my mother, so that would make sense. And the reason being is I would want to walk out in daylight, but yet I, I, I like the strength and the agility and the uh, the perseverance that a werewolf has and the ability to, you know, be a changeling is, 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 is interesting. So what would the plot of your life be? Though? What would the plot of your personal movie be? Um... Uh, I would say uh, eat up everybody I don't like. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but think about that one. Think about that. Would you? Would you? Ha- you'd have to eat loose. Oh, oh no, no, no! I take that back. <laughs> take that back. Well, it would. would give me. You know, I could look into people's eyes and make them think whatever I want. And just say, uh, that's have- a vampire. Oh, really? Can I have a combination? Oh, is there a combination of vampire and werewolf? This is your movie. You do it. Well, I would be a combo. I would be a combo, but I don't want to be. I don't want to be a dead thing. I want to be a live thing. So, but I want to be a werewolf with the ability to look into someone's eyes and just hypnotize them and make them think and, or do whatever I want. Wow, I'd be a bank robber. Yeah. Oh, seriously, I'm gonna, folks. I'm gonna fess up. If I had those powers, I'd be a criminal. I know I would. Because oh, then you can bamboozle everybody, and the, the, you know the thing that is, is they won't remember who you, or what you were. But the thing is, I wouldn't like you know rob and things like that from the cool people, just like you know douches out there. Oh, you'd be a Robin Hoodie kind of a thing. Yeah, I would. I think I really do. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that slurp was my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be a werewolf. Yeah, more or less, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my that's that's my I think that's my thing. Definitely werewolf. Werewolves have always been my favorite. And I think for me the werewolf represents that primal face feeling that, you know, we as animals all have. And I think with the wolf it's 
more of a oneness with nature. It's a oneness with that, you know, the animal inside There's of us. There's a power for some reason that a wolf has. Yes. A, a decadence, you know, um, almost regal, you know? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it's regal. I think, I think with the wolf, I think it's very earthy and grounded. You know, it's it's walking through that mud with your bare feet and feeling every single vibration in there. It's, you know, it's truly being one with everything around you, but yet having that power to overcome it and overpower it. Um, it's just, I mean, think about what the most base human instincts are. And... Uh, I mean, they are basically, it's, it's, it's just, it's that abandon, I think, is what maybe you're looking for, that a feeling of just abandoning, abandoning the rules of life, abandoning the rules of society, mm. um, breaking those, those boundaries. You know, um, I think the face of society is a polite one. I think it's a false face, if anything. Because when it comes down to it, we're all animals. And in a mode of survival, would we not rip the heads of our neighbors off if we had to to survive? Of course we would. Probably. People um, are greedy, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, we are, well, yeah. it's not greedy, it's more survival. But I think with the vampire, what you get there is definitely a regalness, an elitism. An elitist air, uh, we are superior, we are better, we are better dressed. We have better manicures. We don't sparkle. Vampires do not sparkle. Sorry, Twilight fans. I know. But I'm glad glad Twilight is gone. Uh, uh, I had it with Twilight. (laughs) I was really disappointed. Yeah, I know. My life definitely would not have been a Twilight movie because, seriously, if Kristen Stewart was in it, I, I, I would probably just kill myself. Yeah. Like her happy face and her so. sad face are the same? Yeah. <laughs> crybabies. A whole bunch of crybabies. Oh, I know. Them. God, okay. Well, they wipe everybody out. A bunch Here of whiny crybabies. All of them. Oh, God. Okay, seriously, think about it. Difference between vampires and werewolves. How often in a werewolf movie do you see the werewolf going, oh, I can't do this. I don't want to be bad. I don't want to be good. You never hear that. They don't yeah. freaking whine. They don't cry. That's vampires. They eat the whiny vampires. Oh, God. God, I vampires whine. I would eat the whiny vampires. So yeah, I, I would too. If I, they I, whine, I, I, I need them. Well, so, I would You'd need cheese with that wine, though. Ew. <laughs> it would taste terrible, too. Ew. So my movie. My movie would start off with me as a wanderer, wandering across the southwest on those desert highways, a lone werewolf, just looking for a pack, looking for her true pack. And along the way, just, you know, kind of, you know, dealing with other circumstances, meeting other supernaturals, forming bonds, fighting battles. I mean, I think the idea that I would love to just kind of along the way in searching for a pack kind of pick up my own, you know? Like maybe I'll need a 
a vampire that's not a whiny ass, you know, a cool vampire. You know? Maybe I'll meet a really cool witch. Maybe I'll meet a really cool, you know what I'm saying, all these people. And in search for our, our in search for this destination of home, but we don't realize that we're already forming one together. You know, that offbeat pack. Mm-hmm. And we just go across the country and we, you know, we fight for justice and we fight for the Second Amendment. Haha, <laughs> that's evident. Sorry. Oh no! <laughs> you had to squeeze that in, didn't you? Oh wow! And and you know what? We'd have we'd have tattooed Romulans too. We'd have those boys in our oh, pack. Oh no! Right, and Nero would be my boyfriend. Squeeze, uh, Nero you had to squeeze Nero in there too. <laughs> didn't got to squeeze Nero in there. Hey, they're coming out with a new one again. A new Star Trek? Yeah. Okay, we're not talking Star Trek right now, though. Okay. But uh. Yeah, I think that would definitely be mine. I mean, and you know what? I mean, I would just slash guys up like nothing, you know, just the people who people who abuse animals. I would kill every one of them. And I would, you know, help injured animals along the way. And, and all those people who abuse their dogs and leave them outside and let the collars grow into their skin and just all kinds of horrible things, I'd slash them up and eat them, you know? And then... Mm. And then free their pets. Free, 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 free. Oh my gosh. Free. That's what I would do. But you know, it made you, I don't know. You know, you see some, just some rich, you know, I don't know, or some guy who's just like, you know, douchebag. He sat there and like exploited everybody his whole life to get everything he has and just a real bastard. Like, I'd kill him and take all his, his wealth and stuff and I'd give it to like, you know, Black well, for the pack and stuff like that, but I give it to mm. animal rescues. Mm. All the animal rescues would get it. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is weird. Uh, yeah. One of the pieces of music on my uh, list here just started playing by itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. But, okay. uh... Oh, hold on. We forgot something. What? We forgot. <laughs> what the heck was that? Folks, that was the official mascot of On Air Scare, Foamy the that? Raccoon. Hey, Foamy, how are you, baby? <laughs> Okay, well, obviously he's been better. So uh, the rabies hasn't gotten too bad. He's, you know, not dripping as much foam and drool and slime everywhere. Oh, lovely. And he's only bitten five kids this week, so we're good. That's an improvement. As long as as he's biting kids, he's doing good. But he's biting the the bullies. Yeah, the mean little kids. better. Yeah, like the kids next door who decided to go grab some sticks and chase one of the stray cats out here and try to hit it. He's biting those kids. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Why would they want to do that? See, to me, that shows exactly what the parents are teaching their children. I live on a military base. Oh, okay. We won't talk about it. Yeah. And I, I think it's horrible because I, I think, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a military spouse and I love it. I absolutely love it. 
But, man, some of these kids, you know, their parents go get deployed or whatever, and they're out there by themselves or whatever, and they take advantage of it. And, you know, I think think I'd love to volunteer to discipline their kids while they're on deployment. Absolutely. You know, hey, the bruises would eventually fade, you know. (laughs) The brainwashing might be permanent, though. Yeah. Seriously, folks, nothing wrong with cracking your kid up against the head every once in a blue moon. Oh, my goodness. Look at me. It happened to me, and I'm Oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> okay, so, um, so, okay, I would definitely be a werewolf. You'd be a werewolf, so obviously you've got to become, you got to come into my pack. So we all have, like, a pack. And right. who, who would be alpha? Here we go. Oh, I'm Alpha. We wouldn't really have a choice in that, would we? No, I'm Alpha because because you got you got to you got to be our cook because I can't cook. Trouble and you would smart. you would have to take care of all the pups that come in, you know? Uh. You'd be like the counselor and you know the the healer mm-hmm. and, and the you know. And I wouldn't want you to get your hands bloody. That's that's just not. Oh, thanks. I'm glad. Mm. Very good. So who else? Who else? I mean, we have. Oh my God. I don't know if Chewbacca would really fit into our pack, though. Chewbacca. Yeah, I don't know if Chewbacca would. He's not really scary, though. Chewbacca's not scary. Well, no. Of course he's not scary. Hold but, on oh, Marilyn Manson. I would definitely have Marilyn Manson in my group. Just to, you know, freak out the people around us. You know, he's creepy. Are you calling me to bed now? No. What are you doing? What was that? Hello? Oh, we lost, yeah. our, we lost our cousin. No, no, no. Trouble with mother. Oh, I have the living dead. <laughs> That's awful. I didn't mean it like it sounded. I really didn't. <laughs> it just sounded like you had a zombie in the house. Oh my god! <laughs> Thanks. Oh god. So, uh, speaking of horror movies, any have you seen any good horror movies lately? No, not really. No. Well, okay, no, let's see here. No, wait a minute. I, I saw something. That was interesting. Isn't it awful? See, when you get my age, you have a senior moment, and and it, it leaves your mind. But I saw something that was really interesting. Uh, On TV or the movies? I wasn't a book. It was a book I read. Oh, okay. James Patterson. Oh, oh, James Patterson, okay. Uh, Alter of Eden. Hmm. Interesting read. Author of Eden, you mean James Rollins? Uh, no. Yes. Uh, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, trust me. Okay, I yes, guess you know James your book. Rollins. I know with James. James Rollins, yep. I think it was, yeah. But uh, Author of Eden, mm-hmm. read. But it's interesting how people play God and, you know, about you know, recreation and trying to make something from nothing. And you really can't without 
bastardizing what you're trying to do. So is it like a horror book? Like it a was, horror yeah. Book I mean, it, it could be turned into a horror flick. Yeah. It was really, it, it was called Altar of Eden, and it was Jane. Mm-hmm. Right, it was James Rollins. Yeah. And um, I read it last week. Hmm. And uh, good book, actually. Yeah. Good story. Uh, it's about the government and how they're trying to develop, uh, you know, how they're always playing with with step, with, with, with cells. Mm-hmm. And they Morning. started to play. Yeah, they started to play with cells and trying to create new be- type of beings for war- mm-hmm. warfare. Of course, you know, that's the altar. You know, warfare. So uh, they created these beings that should never have existed in the first place. Cool. I think I've actually read that. Well, I saw a cool movie last night called Curse of the Swamp People. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know how old that one is? I it's do. Older than, you know what? It's older than I am. It was awesome. Can I just say it was cheesy? I mean, if you're looking for a kitsch movie, total kitsch on this one here. So kitschy. But it was awesome. I mean, Curse the Swamp People. Come on. You can't get better than that. Well, yeah. Uh, or Baron of Blood Baron, too. I saw that. <laughs> well, you know, what, my, think, you know what movie used to scare my mother? I remember when I was a child, and I'm hating myself because I'm 66, and I think I might have been maybe five or six. I thought you were 67. 66. Thank you. Oh, oops. Daddy's 67. Sorry. You bad. Anyway, it was um, leeches, attack of the leech people. Was it uh, the leech people? Something like that. Yeah, I know what one you're talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. it was leeches. If you think about it today, it's nothing. No, but it scared the, the wits out of her. <laughs> it's funny because you know I love classic horror films and. The reason being is because, you know, when you get those classics like, you know, Frankenstein, and Creature yeah. from the Black Lagoon and all those, what you get is a storyline. You know, it's not just all special effects and blood slashing and everything else. And I think modern day horror kind of loses out because they're so, they're so overwhelmed and obsessed by the effects. Let's get the best special effects. Let's get more blood and slashing and put them hits an ass in there and everything else and but they lose sight of what the horror film was truly about and it was about the scare. Um, let me say, let me say something. You know, mm-hmm. I have to say this about movies. And to me it's very I don't know. I'm I, maybe uh, it's my age, I don't know. But I really really enjoyed like Star Trek, all those things. You know why I really enjoyed it? Part of the reason is because there was less profanity. There was no nudity. And you know what? You can enjoy and have a great movie with all the sex. And you don't need all that explicit sex on screen to enjoy a movie. Well, I need it. And without the screen. F-bomb. Without the F-bomb going on all the time. Mm-hmm. And you can enjoy a real good movie without sure. all those things. Sure. Well, look at the latest one that's, that's a bit crazy with The Conjuring. I mean, 
okay, do I think a lot of the backstory was BS? Yes. Um, but just to stand it alone as a pure horror story, a horror film, in and of itself, not thinking that it's actually truth and everything else, because a lot of it's all hokey, hyped-up crap. But for a standalone horror movie, if you're not looking at the true story behind it, um, mm-hmm. it was a good horror movie. There was really no nudity. There was no nudity. There was no, oh, well, I think there was a lot of swearing. But it was scary, you know? There's, and I, I know what you mean. Um, if you look at movies like Carrie, um, you know, things like that. If you look at movies like, okay, you know, let's go into funnier ones. Let's go into Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Really? Still they today, were funny. One of my cool. favorites. They were hilarious. There's no boobs. There's no butts. There's no f bombs. There's none of that in it. But it's hysterical. And, and you can laugh. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why we have to have all this profanity and nudity in the movie. Unfortunately, in your society, and I'm not approved, so I think I think there is a place and time for it. I think like a grindhouse film without nudity and profanity, it just wouldn't be a grindhouse. And I think if you're watching grindhouse or grindhouse type horror films, then you need it. You need it because that's what it was. They were very profane movies, and it's fine there because they're they're supposed to be. You expect it. Um, you're you know you're Slasher movies, you're, you're all these friends partying on an island slasher movies. You expected of those things. But for a good old-fashioned ghost story, you know, give me something that's just a story. And I think, like I said, like, I'm, I'm, I mean, trust me, i got a mouth like a trucker. I really do. I, I try to contain it. But sometimes it gets hard. Uh, but yet, I do think there's a time and place for it. Uh, I think movies today are so much about shock value that they lose sight of the plot. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. let's take books. It overrides, you're right, it overrides the plot because yeah. everybody just, wants yeah, because shock every, yeah. Well, yeah. that's why, that's why society is the way it is. Yeah, nothing shocks me. You know, I mean, maybe, I remember. Maybe they need to be less shocked. Yeah. I remember being a little, little girl and sneaking down and watching The Exorcist. Now, let's face it, there wasn't a whole lot of swearing. I don't think there was any nudity in it. Scared the shit out of me. Holy crap. That also got me hooked on horror movies for the rest of my life. Um, But there you go, terrifying movie. But The Exorcist. Yeah. Scared the dickens out of me. <laughs> but even if you look at that, so you're like, wow, that was really good. Yeah, it scared me so much the first time. I had to watch it again so I could, so I could get out of my system. It scared me the same time the second time. <laughs> I said, forget this. Not it again. That's funny. Oh my god. I remember. I I didn't say to Anthony. I had him watching Children of the Corn with me. Uh, oh, Lord. I remember he wanted to watch it so bad. I said, okay, mm. that's fine, but you're going to bed after this in the dark. It's okay. So when it came time to put in bed, I said, okay, you ready to go to bed with the light off? He goes, heck no, that movie scared the crap out of me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when he was young. Don't you miss those good days? old days. We got the good, good old days, days. exactly. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I think I think definitely horror movies today are just, oh, God, I wish I could go in there and just 
do a few myself because, you know, well, I can't, and you can't really say that because some movies have had, I mean, some movies have recovered it, like Fido, the zombie movie Fido. Oh, my God. Wonderful movie, almost no swearing. I don't remember yeah, a lot of What about that new shark movie that came out out of nowhere? Oh, Sharknado? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I still haven't seen it yet. I keep meaning to watch it. Ugh. But Okay, we're going off. I know I'm the topic Nazi, but I'm going to go off topic here to say that, like I said, there is a time and place for everything. And if there was ever a time and place for bad behavior or whatever, this is it. There's a movie being released October 2013, and I am going to see it. I will grab people I don't know. I don't care. I'm getting a group of people together here in Biloxi, Mississippi, and we're all going to go and see Bad Grandpa. What? Bad Grandpa. The jackass team, Johnny Knoxville, the Irving character he does, the old grandpa that does that makes his kids drink and stuff. Oh, no. There's a movie, and I'll tell you, I watched the preview, and I almost peed myself. I was laughing so loud that if anybody walked by my place, they would think I was drunk. It looks hilarious. Got to see it. Absolutely have to see it. Got to be bad. Yes, it's going to be so good, though. But, I mean, and let's get back to um, the horror the horror film genre, though. You know, mm-hmm. even TV programs today. I mean, I was watching, let's see, which one? Vampire Diaries. Completely done with it, over it. Uh, uh, I, so am I. I. I was watching it for a little while. Then it got so obnoxious, I couldn't watch it any longer. I mean, you know, give me a show. Number one, they're all supposed to be teenagers, and... But you know which one I like, and I, and I can't wait for it to come back, is Grimm. I like Grimm. I love Grimm. I love Grimm. Grimm the new plot almost every week. You know? And I love Monroe. Oh, yeah. I love him. He is so I wonderful. love the blue blocks. The blue blocks are really good. <laughs> blue blocks. Blue blocks. Blue blocks. Blue blocks. Whatever. <laughs> I really, I, just got, I got so attached to that show. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, which one I started watching for a while was uh, Falling Sky. Oh, God. No, it's ridiculous now. I mean, now it's getting ridiculous again. Yeah. You know, it's it going, it going, you know, heading in the right direction. And yeah. then all of a sudden it just. There. Well, now, I, what's, got, what's starting to get better is Revolution, but then it stopped. And I guess it's coming back next year. Yeah. I mean, as far as horror stuff, though. Um, horror. I don't know. Yeah. What's horror? Well, what oh. do you consider horror? Something scary is, you know, horrifying. Okay. Um, um, actually, I'm talking about well, like scary movies, scary TV shows, like the well, horror genre in general. What's out the, there right now for that genre? There, you know, there really isn't that much on television. Oh, yes, there is. Teen Wolf. Sea Wolf? Teen Wolf. Oh, Teen Wolf is great. It is. Kick I love Teen Wolf. I'm trying to watch catch oh. up on, on, on Netflix so that, you know, by the time I finish catching up on right. Netflix, I can watch the next. Yeah. People out there, seriously, if you're looking now, you know, don't let the title throw you off. I know people in my generation, we all remember Teen Wolf. It's Michael J. Fox running around and playing oh, no, basketball. This is to- I, think, I no. can tell you this is totally different. And if you think totally it's a kid's movie, it's not just a kid's show on MTV. It really is not. I mean, no. there is nonstop action. 
What, what, what day is it on, anyway? It's on Monday nights on MTV. Uh, but mm-hmm. I have I have Apple TV, so I just buy the series. The mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something, folks. I mean, the moment the show starts, the moment it ends, you are literally gripping the, end of, the edge of your seat. Well, and I can't do that, anyway. Let's they do don't. That. Well, they don't waste time on, you know, these long, horrendous love stories. Yeah, like stupid things. Stupid stuff. Action from moment go. And that's what I like. Good old-fashioned. you got werewolves Action. in there. I don't think you have any notion of vampires. You've got changelings. You've got werewolves. You've got no vampires. No vampires. Well, they'll probably sneak in somewhere. No, we'll, I'll kill them first. Oh my goodness! Vampires. We'll we'll leave the vampires to True Blood, which I'm dying to see. Uh, ah, I know. Are you still no. watching? No. Season five redeemed itself. Season five redeemed itself at the very end. I'm not going to tell you why because I don't want to have a spoiler here. But um, the very the season ending, the season finale for season five redeemed it. It really truly did. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch any of it. I stopped watching it. Yeah, I mean. It did get a little tiresome there, and it was like, oh, really? But, I mean, there really isn't a whole lot. And another good movie was um, Warm Bodies. Now, now I thought that looked like really a funny movie. I'll tell you something, folks. If you if you like your romance, say, you know, one of you in the relationship likes romances, one of you likes horror movies, Warm Body has something for everyone. It's great. It's a romance and a zombie flick. You can't beat it. It's wonderful. Yeah, and the comedy. You, yeah, and for all you pet lovers, you got Fido. It's a zombie movie and a pet movie. What's the matter, Fido? Did Jimmy fall down a well? No, he ate grandma. You know? Uh. <laughs> Not in that way, people. Mm-hmm. Not in that way. Uh. But, I mean, there's... I think there's a lot more coming out. I think... I think the horror genre is starting to redeem itself a little bit, and I think that I think movies are calming down too, and, and yeah. realizing that you know all the uh, smut is 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 not selling it's, anymore. It's not. It is smut. I mean, I, I when I talk smut, I'm not talking just text. I'm talking about language. It's not selling anymore. Yes, it's my mom's old, now. old. So, well, oh, you mean my? I, it's not that. It's just a. You get tired of it. I, you know, like what, what, I mean, does it make you feel any better to say the F word? I mean, if that makes you feel better about yourself, okay. then you need counseling. Okay. If you're watching a Quentin Tarantino film, you kind of expect it, and it kind of has a place there. Um, so I'd say, yes, it belongs there. It does. It absolutely does. If you're watching, I don't know, uh, if you're watching like a teenage vampire movie, Number one, you know, if these kids are in high school and stuff, you know, you see your kids are watching. Okay, let's go to one movie here, The Hunger Games. Not a lot of swearing or anything else in there, but um, the middle school here in Mississippi took all the kids to see it, well, where I live anyways. And when I saw The Hunger Games, I was like, there's no way anybody 10 years old should be watching this. So, you know, we'll figure that out. A lot of the young movie, young young person movies are actually not. They're more geared for adults. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. They figure that the adults are taking to see the movie, so you've got to have something for everybody. But, yeah. you know, I mean, this is, you know, and people sit there and say, 
you know, well, the movies are getting too smutty and they're getting to this and that. You know what, though? If people stopped going, they would change. I mean, uh, trust me, I am no problem. Well, I think, but, uh, but I think that's what's happening, though. I think people are. Mm-hmm. A, lot of it, a lot of it, too, has to do with uh, Redbox, Netflix, uh, well, Voodoo. Well, no, I'm talking about, Hulu. I'm talking, well, they're still renting movies, though. And, I mean, the yeah. thing is, is that, I mean, it's always going to be, horror movies are always going to uh, kind of like teeter on that line. They always oh, yeah. are. Oh, I'm, sure they, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they, they will, you know, because there's a lot of people who see them, who go to them yeah. and, you know, spend the money to watch them, you know, mm-hmm. so therefore they'll, they'll be popular. I love them. I actually adore horror. I mean, I, I love anything horror, monsters. I'm obsessed. I love it. I'd rather sit there and watch nothing but horror movies all day long and have to sit there through one romance movie. Ugh. Well, don't, don't misunderstand me. I hate chick flicks. <laughs> I know. I know. I hate Why do they chick call flicks. them chick flicks? I hate them. I'm a chick. I, I don't know why. But you know what? I don't know. There's a lot of men who like chick flicks, believe me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Tell um, me about it. And I, think, I, I, I can't stand to watch them. Oh, God, no. I mean, I remember. I mean, just flip my wrist and put me in a hot tub. Like Titanic. My favorite part of the movie was the end when he was drowning. (laughs) No, like like Titanic. The best part of that whole movie was when Leonardo DiCaprio was falling off of the door. I just said that. Into the ocean. I thought you said. uh, No, he was drowning. Oh. Yeah. You know, she's like, I'll never let go. Like. Yeah, she let go. Psych. Yeah, psych. That's right. Sorry, you gotta let go. Bye. Bye. Oh, Sucker. Oh, this is what you want to hear. Sucker. Let me go. Sucker. That's exactly what I'd be doing. Uh-huh. That's the exception most of the movie. Oh, no. It's the end of the show. Is okay. It? Let's go to classic classic horror films. How scary was the original Poltergeist? First time you saw it. It was weird. It was really, really, really freaky. But there's a movie that had a great plot. It was a great ghost story. You know, and I mean, the effects for the time are pretty, pretty well done if you think about it. You know, you think about but see, the problem with that is the first one was excellent. It was really good. But yeah, after they should have stopped. And the they should have stopped. There's yeah. a lot of movies that they should stop right where mm-hmm. they start. It's just like when they redid the thing with, Ru- yeah. with uh, what's his name, Russell there. That's fine. But then they redid it again and did the same thing that Russell did. Russell. Now, well, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Um, when they redid the uh, original uh, thing, they did it. What was his name? I, I forgot who it started. What original the, thing? The thing. The movie, The Thing. Oh, The Thing. The Thing. <laughs> I'm like, the what thing? thing? What thing? Um, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. So that, then they just recently remade that movie and just did, overdid what Kurt Russell did. Now, yeah. Which made it very boring. I could see why it didn't make the movies very well. But you know what they should have done is gone back to the original thing 
was was James Arness. I think that was the best one. I'm telling you, if they had remade that movie mm-hmm. using the premise of the original movie and with the techno abilities they have today, it would have been fantastic. Yeah. It would be number one. Look yeah. what they did with Prometheus. I think they did a wonderful. I love Prometheus. You know, here's my here is my deal with Prometheus. You're running in the circle of this big rolling thing coming at you. They're like, we can't get away. We can't turn left. Oh, please, I know there were. Yeah, I know. But see, I, I, I'm looking at the, the 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 idea of Prometheus. I know there was a lot of bad well, acting. It was a prequel. Cool. Believe me, it was it was interesting. It, yeah, to me, it gave an interesting aspect to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd like to see a sequel of where she went. Well, I'm working the, on that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You're working on it. I'd like to see that sequel where, you know, when she took off and says, I want to know, you know, where where these people come from to find out why they want to destroy us. And, you know, it's interesting. You know, that that made it interesting. Yeah. It's just like the, the book, the, de- the uh, Descent, The Descent. I love the book. I don't think it had anything. I don't think Prometheus had anything to do with the descent. No, but I'm just talking about stories and it's of horror stories, you know, scary stories. Okay. You really want to yeah. see? You like horror? Okay. If you like horror stories, and like, author is wonderful. Had her on the show. Um, it's the series is called Caged. It's the Caged series. C A G E D. It's by Amber Lynn Natush. And it's on Amazon. It's available for Kindle. It's available for um, no really I how to use my Kindle. Okay, well, we'll get to that later. But anyways, um, you know, when I first I got the book Caged, which is the first of the series, it's a it's a werewolf series, a werewolves, which are my um, favorite, anyways. So yeah. get the book. And I said, you know, it's, it's two bucks on Amazon. I'm going to check it out. Never heard of this woman. You know, figure why not? It'll be a a fast read or whatever boring read. I didn't, I didn't expect anything impressive. I really didn't. I read that book maybe in three and a half, four hours, the entire thing. Wow. I, I just, I devoured it. And if you want an incredible story that is that will grab you and grip you without 20,000 pages of just sex scenes, yeah. I mean, just a plot. A good plot-driven character-run story. Amber really? Lynn is incredible. The Cage series is phenomenal. Um, there's so many paranormal writers out there where you know there's 20 chapters in their book, but you know 10 chapters that are all sexy. To me, right. it's an author. If you have, if you have an explicit long sexy in the first two chapters of the book, it's simply because you are not good enough to write a book without filling it with 20,000 pages of crap just to say you can write a full five. Anybody can do that. I can write a whole, I can write a book of just what stuff okay. myself. But I don't want to read that book, Mom. No. <laughs> really, I don't. I, under, I understand that. And it's just like James <laughs> Rowland's books. Oh, come on. James Rowland's books are the same way. They're not, you know, they're, they, they've got plot. They, there's, there's uh there's uh, a lesson to be learned in that book, and you want to get to the end so that you, you know. Or Carrie Vaughn. Carrie Vaughn. We're talking about horror books, really, not science fiction, which is James well, Vaughn's adventure, but oh, yeah. it's horror fiction, horror genre. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Vaughn. Carrie Vaughn writes 
the Kitty series, the Kitty Norville series. Um, great series out there. It's been out there for a while and a great book. I mean, you can devour these books. They're incredible. Carrie Vaughn. Carrie Vaughn. What, and, what, is this, what is this story? What are the, um, Kitty, the Kitty and the Midnight Hour is the first one. And from there, she's got a whole series. And I've read every Kitty. one of them. Kitty and the Midnight Hour. Wow. Kitty, like Kitty Cat. Really? Uh, yes. Excellent, excellent series. There again, plot-driven, gripping, um, and each book is, you know, it corresponds with her growth, her timeline, her relationships, and everything, so it's great. Oh, yeah. uh, the Mercy Thompson series by Patricia Briggs, another great character-driven. And the interesting thing about Patricia Briggs' books is that Mercy Thompson, the main character, the heroine mm-hmm. of the book, um, Spoiler alert, so if you have not read the Mercy Thompson series by Patricia Briggs, block your ears for about maybe a good minute here because of spoiler alert. But Mercy falls into a relationship with a local alpha, the local werewolf alpha, Adam, and their relationship kind of grows through the books, but yet you don't see her sleeping with him until, you know, they've made a commitment to each other and they're getting married. And not necessarily waiting for marriage, because personally, my personal decision, I think when you're ready, you're ready. If it's right, it's right. That's me. Um, You know, I'm not going to pretend to, you know, believe in something I don't. But I think what it showed was that, you know, she puts the importance on that relationship. And when that relationship was, became committed and became a, you know, a definite lifelong partnership, then there is the intimacy. And even then, the intimacy doesn't overtake the book. You don't, you know, have her doing them in 5,000 different ways all over the living room floor for, you know, three chapters long. Um, Mm -hmm. Honestly, authors out there, if you're listening, when I come across a sex scene that's 20 pages long, I'm flipping through it. I'm not reading 20 pages of sex. Because nobody in their right mind can have 20 pages worth of sex without getting raw. Sorry, I don't buy it. (laughs) That's a lot of KY. Anyways, um, it's okay. We're mature. We're mature here. But uh, you gotta you gotta get yourself out there and read some good horror fiction, though. You really do. Pick up Carrie Vaughn. You'll love her. Um, I'm going to send you information for Amberlynn Natusha's book series, The Caged Series. Incredible. You're going to love this woman. And she's a fabulous woman. I've had her on the show, and she's wonderful. She's got a oh, great that's personality. Oh, really, had a show that time. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, she's awesome. So, you know, check that out. Check out Patricia Briggs. You'll like her a lot. There's a lot of good authors out there. Uh, Kelly Armstrong. Oh, my God, Kelly Armstrong, Women of the Underworld. Uh, excellent. And she goes into another spinoff, Men of the Underworld. And it's incredible. There's just so much out there um, as far as, you know, that genre goes that mm-hmm. is worth its weight and salt. It, it's weight and gold, you know. It's worth salt, though. Um, anyways, so we got about 10 minutes here left for the show, so... Any closing statements or suggestions or anything you want to add, Mom? Well, I think people should, you know, take heed to what we've had to 
to stay and and um, read and 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 watch movies at their own discretion, and and, and make sure that they read something that they know that they're going to enjoy. And um, you know, I like to read, and we need to read more. Uh, movies are great, movies are fun, but we need to get back to reading. Uh, I noticed that we're lacking. You know, a lot of people are lacking the ability to read now because nobody reads anymore. <laughs> but I think a, a good horror story, a good science fiction book, I think they're great. I love them. I, I try to read one at least once a month. It takes me about two weeks. It takes you two hours. It takes me about two weeks I just to read obsessed. a book. So you get obsessed with books. I am. I'm, <laughs> you, don't, you don't put it down for a minute. But I, it takes me a while to, to read a book. You know, it takes you two weeks maybe to read a, a thicker novel. But I think I think if you get the right book, I've you know, I've seen you go through books faster than the right book. Yeah, it, it depends. You know what it is, and and, mm-hmm. and you know what its content is. I'd like to try to finish what I read, whether I'm, sometimes whether I like it or not. It's just that I'm hoping that it gets better and better and better as it go on. And sometimes it does, <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't. No. There are some that, you know, you just get disappointed, more disappointed as you read on. And mm-hmm. after I've read that book, I usually throw it out because I don't want to read that again. It's funny because people always ask me, you know, all the time, you know, wow, why, you know, what got you into horror movies? What got you to obsession with the genre, of, you know, monsters and everything else like that? And I have to say, folks, honestly, it was my mother. Right here. I knew you were going to say that. That's not yep. true. Because, oh, my mother used to let me sneak downstairs and watch scary movies with her on TV when I was little girl. Yes, she oh, did. Oh, yes, she loved it. But she, yeah, she loved it. She could handle it. Yeah, I could. I was morbid and twisted, even back then. Yes, she was. <laughs> yes, but, she was. And look, it's become such a part of my life. I do a radio show about it. I know. But it's fun. See, the thing with horror it is, and stuff, it is, you know, you need a little fancy. There's so much reality out there. This is my outlook on life. There's so much reality going on in everybody's yep. life today, today especially. Absolutely. But you need, you need an escape. And you mm-hmm. know what? I love to read fantasy. I love to, you know, horror yeah. stories are my favorite. I like horror stories. I like some science fiction, but mm-hmm. horror stories mostly. Yeah. Um, and like I said, science fiction, not not so much science fiction, but yeah. fiction. Like, I like the deep. You know, I mm-hmm. love that. I have to get that book again because, unless, is it on the Kindle? Yeah, it's because, on the Kindle. So. Oh, good. Because once I know how to operate yeah. the Kindle, okay, I can Okay, okay, we'll go over the Kindle, Mom. <laughs> we go off okay. the air. If you notice, but, you know, I'm trying to get the Kindle. But, uh, you know, reading them, I love it. You know, I get involved in it, and um, I have that kind of mind where I, yeah. I, I envision everything I read. So, you know, it puts me in there. It takes me away out of, my, you know, the reality. You need that, the life you I, need that you know. definitely. I mean, oh, the thing yeah. is, you know, people have to understand, and I get and I get this a lot. I get, you know, well, you know, if you're so into horror, you must be, you know, demonic and all that. No, folks, relax. Seriously. You know, I think people think of people like me who are obsessed with horror genre. Are demons possessed? Number one, I don't believe in that crap. Um, but number two, it, it's like, you know, I think people don't understand that, you know, horror movies were made, horror films were made for people to enjoy. You know, let's face it. People love to be scared. Scared. It's fun. Why do you want roller coasters? Because it's scary. 
It's why the, do you stick into the, yeah, why do you stick into the abandoned house at night? Because it's scary. It's fun, people. And no, watching horror movies and loving monsters and things like that is not going to make you a mass murderer. It's no. people who watch, you know, no, look, is Diana an axe murder? No. No. Remember, folks, no body. No crime. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, <laughs> there's so much to be enjoyed. You know, really, it's, I mean, if you're looking for a genre where you can just dive into, bite into, and just have fun with it, there's no limits to the horror genre, whether you're reading or writing or anything else. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a really, really good time. Like, my favorite time of the year is Halloween. It is my favorite, favorite holiday because it's fun. You don't have to buy anybody anything. You're, and I've I've gotten so much of, well, you know, if you put it over Christmas, then you must be satanic. What? No. And um, by the way, folks, if you celebrate Christmas in December, you're satanic because it's not a Christian holiday. I hate to break that one to you. But anyway, so it's Easter. So it's Easter. They all are. You know, I mean, so, you know, my favorite holiday is Halloween. It rocks. I could have it 24 7, 365 days a year, and love it. The only problem with with Halloween years ago, years and years ago, it used to be a safe, fun thing. Nowadays, people are so crazy. You have to be really careful. No, I don't buy that. I've seen so many kids out here enjoying it, and so many kids up back home enjoying it. And what I don't about those crazy people who are like putting razor blades? You know what? There was so. crazy people back then. The only difference between then and now is that now we've got the media to cover everything. That's yeah, the that's only true. difference. Yeah. There's no more murders today than there were 50 years ago. We just that's have more true. media coverage. The media. It's the same thing with with. Uh, Earthquakes and volcanic, volcanic right. eruptions. There's nothing more. Just, and I hear people no. saying, oh, yeah, I hear people, oh, well, earthquakes have increased, and this has increased, so the end of the world is coming. No, it's just the media has increased. You can't fart with uh, people in China knowing about it in two seconds. Seriously. It's ridiculous. I know. But anyway. Yeah. So people, you know what? Go out there. Fall in love with monsters. Fall in love with some good horror fiction. Fall Go to Bed in the dark with a good scary book. There's nothing wrong with people. Promise you. I promise you. If you read that werewolf novel and you enjoy it, I promise you're not going to go to hell. I I'm promise you. That. <laughs> you're I in hell. I know. Oh, sometimes I think that. And think about it. I mean, if you got to be staunch and serious all the time to get to heaven, think about who's going to be there with you. Do you really want to be with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something to mm-hmm. think about. Mm-hmm. Hey, think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to be pissing people off here left and right now. I better, <laughs> start, I better stop before I lose my head. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's a good thing they don't know where you live. I know. Like living with a six-year-old. <laughs> oh, my God, what's that? What was that? Oh. All I heard was a six-year-old. What's that? It's like living with a six-year-old. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, but, yeah, no, it just, it's its all good fun, folks. You know, go out there in that theater. And, by the way, I saw The Conjuring in a dark theater by myself. And you know Ooh. what? Nobody grabbed my feet. 
So I survived it. Yeah, I guess you did, huh? Yeah. I mean, the the the, the goal to our our radio show here at you know Stackhouse Radio, the on air scare is that. We really want to bring fun back. We really want to show people that, you know what, you can have fun with this genre. You can go out here and dress up and be a zombie one day and, you know, and it's it's okay, you know. And actually, I, I'll, I'd i rather be in a dark alley with the guy who watches horror movies constantly than the guy who sits there and watches chick flicks all day long. Oh, yeah. Seriously, because the guy who watches horror movies all day long, he's going to know how to protect me from, like, a zombie attack or something. The guy with the chick flick is just going to cry. <laughs> Sorry. You know, he's probably killing cats behind his house and, you know, making little puppy dogs. Yeah, yeah probably right. It's awful. You know, definitely okay. give me somebody twisted who's, who's obviously outright twisted. You know, if you're yeah. twisted to my face and you're morbid right to my face, you're awesome. You know. Yeah, I'll walk into the dark room with you. No problem. Oh, but you're all smiling and and all perfect and lovey darby and and yo, know, I'm not going anywhere with you. She creeped me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. Well, that's it for our show tonight. We got a little bit off topic, but I think it went well. I really do. Um, we had some problems, so I know it's kind of a mishmashed kind of show. Uh, but thanks for being oh, here. I tonight. thought it was great. I, I have fun. I always have fun doing this. And I love my listeners, my archive listeners. You guys rock. We do this for you. Um, Marguerite, thank you for being, a.k.a. Mom. Thank you for being here tonight. And, uh, oh, you're welcome. You know, you Pleasure. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, you have to call us the show and, uh, you know, come I on will. with uh, Quentin and I. And for Quentin, you'll be missed. But hopefully we'll be back next week. See, Quentin, you should have been on. We miss you. Yes, you should have been on. So you would have enjoyed it. But remember, Blog Talk Radio, stackhouseradio.com. Um, check out our Blog Talk page. If you're on Facebook, we are on Facebook. Go to Stackhouse Radio on Facebook. Like our page there, and there's links to every place, links to our Blog Talk page and our web page. If you're listening here tonight or to the show in the archive, you're already on our Blog Talk Radio page. So feel free to click on to our Facebook page from there or our website. Um, website's got a lot of goodies on there. It's got contact information and all the causes that we support. Also, don't forget Stackhouse Radio. iPhone covers are in. So check that out. We've got our very own iPhone covers. So until next week, Wednesday, same time, same place, we'd like to thank you guys all for listening and Hope you guys have a great night. Sorry about that. I got a little, little Good night, everybody. Stuck here. So have a great night, guys, and we will see you next week here on Stackhouse Radio on Air Scare. Night. On the foggy hill rocks with a crazy little demon blowing his top. Fire in his eyes and smoke from his head. You gotta be real cool to hear the words he said. He did a mumble, 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 mumble,
soul for the one he loved So he had death on his mind Cause the demon let him go Gonna run through the world Till he understand his pain Somebody help him get the demon home again He did a Even pushed back time Took the booty out of booty Had the devil drinking wine He did a 